I read a story one time about a snake who was hiding in a, a <laughs> pool noodle, and now I'm never gonna have another one. Damon can't. Damon can't. You know can't they have snakes. ones without holes, right? No. Huh? They, have they also have ones, ones. without snakes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think they do, Liz. I think they're all snakes they all the way down. They come with I'm Liz. I'm Damon. I'm Dan. I hope I kept in the part where you said you had to buy diapers for 30 years, because otherwise the way that I said welcome make believe money sounds like I don't like this show. That is correct. Anyway. <laughs> now I just I just explained it all. Uh, Dan, what are we talking about today? We are going to talk about a movie called The Core. It's not the one where Jillian Michaels tells you to do as many <laughs> sit-ups as you can, as, as fast as you can. Actually, that is in this movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I haven't seen this in a while, so. No, it is The Core, <laughs> which is a very eh movie. Yeah. Did it come out around the same time as like the Armageddons and the Deep Impacts and the Volcanoes and Dante's Peaks and the... The more you go through it, the more I... You're making a bigger time. Uh, it came out around like uh, uh, day after tomorrow. Two thousand. Really? Oh, that's yeah, later than I thought. When did day after tomorrow come out? Two thousand five, I think. Oh. See, here's the deal. I called my shot. <coughs> Two thousand four. He <gasps> nailed it. Ooh, no, you were pretty close. I, I mean, went over though. Yeah, but yes. you nailed it in terms of you said those two things were close, and they are. And they are darn close. super close. Uh, got it in one. I did not realize. But that. like Dante's Peaks from like ninety eight, right? Keep looking yeah. up movies. <laughs> Dante's Peak, I think, was, yeah, 96, 98, something like that. D- 97. Okay. <laughs> ah, we're it. doing a good job. Uh, all the, like, disaster movies and, like, let's reignite the world and the sun movies all sort of, like, fall together for me. But they are on, like, a long, decade-long spectrum. Yeah, Deep Impact and Armageddon came from someone's same idea <laughs> or some real-world thing that happened. <laughs> that they didn't tell us about. That they didn't tell us about. Well, um, do you have a theory? It's not my theory. Twister, it, 96. Oh, it's the thing one. that goes around anytime that uh, <coughs> a movie like pairs like that is like, um, you can often trace those things. Maybe not so much anymore because like people are able to work more remotely than they could even like 10 years ago. Um, but back in the day, like you could often trace like a, uh, you know, a, a twinned movie outing to like an article in like a local LA newspaper, like three to four years prior to the actual completion of the movies. That's very interesting. Yeah. Like uh, people have done it specifically with Armageddon and deep impact that like there was like some like air defense, like a study that was published in like the LA times in like in the early nineties that went on to influence the people who wrote both those movies. It's very interesting. Yeah. I, the thing I mostly remember about Armageddon, and I bet we've said it on this podcast before, is in Ben Affleck's like DVD commentary. <laughs> He's like, I asked uh, the director uh, why it would be easier to teach a bunch of miners how to be astronauts than it would to teach astronauts how to mine. And he said, to go fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> So 
So anyway. He said, go play with animal crackers uh, for a while. You get live Tyler's stomach and you play with animal crackers. (laughs) And that's your job, pal. Uh, Boy. We could probably do something about that and like what them never having to pay taxes again, like how much that saves them or something. That's not a good deal for them. No. Like... I don't think I it is. I would be okay not paying taxes ever again. Sure. So. But do you get like, social security benefits still? Uh, <laughs> now, literally, got, like, two of them come back, but, you know, whatever. They got shot into space. <laughs> <laughs> also, I would say that going into space is, like, not, there's not adequate payment enough to get me to go to space. Yeah. I used to think maybe it would be cool to be an astronaut, but mostly. Yeah, like, not paying taxes ever again does sound good, but you should either pass that down generationally or, like, negotiate something where you're like your family is wealthy for multiple generations or it's like however many of us come back <coughs> we're still not paying eight people's worth of taxes like you have to give us a tax <laughs> refund for everyone money. yeah we can figure out what that would be worth okay anyway, good this is not write that down cast this is about the core a movie that you may confuse with any of the other disaster movies that have existed in that 10-year time frame but this one is about I'm going to do the plot, even though I don't remember all of it. The core of the earth is dying. Yeah, it stops spinning. Which is a thing that'll totally do. Uh, And they go down to it with a bunch of nuclear bomb. One nuclear bomb? Bunch. Bunch of nuclear bombs. And they go to try and get spinning again. Yep. And a giant dildo made of unobtainium. (laughs) Piloted by Aaron Eckhart. Yep. Who is in only meh movies or like (laughs) one good movie a decade. I actually can't think of a good movie that he's been in, like a really, really good movie. Like Dark, Dark Knight, Knight is fine, <laughs> but his part's not good. He's a big old MacGuffin. I want to know. You're like looking at his You're IMDb. Right. The is answer no is good n- nothing good. Is he? Yeah. Well, how about Thank You for Smoking? Was that good? I never saw it. It's good, but it's just like meh. Yeah. No one talks about it anymore. No, guys. I Frankenstein. I saw that on an airplane. <laughs> it is so bad. No, you watched. Frankenstein. No, it was a- the like uh the Daniel Radcliffe and um he was truck oh stop patron. Oh my god, you're in, right. In the Wicker Man. Well, that was a quality film. Wait, he was in that. That <laughs> as, poor man. As truck stop patron. You know what I bet that he is? I bet that's someone too famous to be credited that I was going to say that's <laughs> someone with so. an IMDb at, pro like account being like I bet that was Aaron Eckhart. <laughs> that blonde man looked enough like Aaron Eckhart and it's actually some guy whose name is like Joe Sislak. <laughs> Oh, you know, I was going to say his name backwards. You get second page. <laughs> <laughs> the dimension he comes I was from. Just like his, his Moe's last name in The Simpsons. <laughs> I was going to say Double Jeopardy, but this says TV movie. Oh, boy. They made a TV yeah. movie Yeah, that? Aaron Eckhart has been in no good movies. That's <laughs> our hot take. Yes. <laughs> so, welcome to Make Believe Money, where you tell we tell you things you probably already knew. <laughs> just in case you weren't sure, you were right to suspect that most Aaron Eckhart movies weren't going to be a fun time. <laughs> But this one is fine. Yeah. I don't um, remember a lot about it. Well, I mean, you got the plot right, Yeah, good more job, or less. Please. So I'm going to give, uh, I'll actually break my rule and give my rating first and tell please. you why we're doing this movie. Thank you. I am uh, probably a nine here. Whoa. And there's <laughs> This m- is your Top Gun? There's multiple reasons. Uh. Here's why. And I, to be clear, not nine in liking, nine in knowing. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. Remember, <laughs> this we is rate the day after our tomorrow. knowledge, <laughs> not our liking. Okay. When I was growing up, there was like a very rare crossover of movies that both my sister and I could handle. 
and we had to negotiate what we watched because like <laughs> our parents either would only let us watch one TV or like they were using one and we could use one. And so I watched a lot of very eh movies too often because they were in the like pre-negotiated set of movies that we were both willing to watch together and that also our parents had bought for us because we didn't have agency to buy our own movies at the time. Very fair. So this was in that triple Venn diagram middle of parents bought for us and, well, I guess it'd be double, but parents bought for us and was okay with me and my sister. (laughs) So I have... Not seen it for probably a decade, but there was a decade I probably saw it 10 times. Jeez. And considering I think no human being, including Aaron Eckert, has <laughs> ever seen this movie more than 1.5 times. Aaron Eckert has never sat through one of his own movies. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, even considering, and I think I would bet you. No one on this planet other than me and my sister has seen this movie more than three times. Um, <laughs> Write into us at makebelievemoneypodcast <laughs> at gmail.com if you've watched the core more than three times. I want to know about your honest. brain. And you have to be honest yeah, about and it. What was your circumstance that made you do what Please. made you want to hurt yourself that way? We'll read it on air and send you virtual hugs. It's not good, but it's not terrible. It's no, just it would not hold up just, to that many viewings. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm especially sure you- on your tenth time seeing it. I'm sure your dad has left sci-fi playing long enough to watch it at least three times. So again, conscious though. You have to be conscious. Oh no, no, no. Oh, he's conscious. Here's the deal. Oh, I assumed he fell asleep. This is how my father handles watching TV. And I know that my mother and sister listening to this are going to be like, yes. <laughs> and I, my dad doesn't listen to podcasts, so he'll never know. Uh, except that my mom will be like, I was trying to get your dad to listen to this podcast. And now I can't because you said this, but dad does this thing where he will turn the TV on uh, to a movie that he has seen before, often owns on DVD, uh, and does not care to actually watch. But he will pick it up at the first 20 minutes in and then change the channel about 10-ish minutes before the end. (laughs) I have seen that portion of the day after tomorrow 35 times. And that was in the span of a year and a half. (laughs) So that movie might be, I have, I have seen the core one time. I imagine my mother and sister have seen it more often than I have. That's fair. Um, yeah, but that's why I gave myself a nine. Basically because yeah. I think there's no human being on this planet who has seen this movie as many times <laughs> as I have. And I will carry that little glimmer of hope uh, for our planet with me for the rest of my life. I hope that no one else has that inflicted upon them. Yeah, I just, I, I you know... Jesus carried the cross. I took this one <laughs> burden for the rest Here of the is, world. We reached peak podcast. Dan compared himself to Jesus. <laughs> I'm not saying he didn't do more, but I saved somebody somewhere. I did start it. Unbreakable <laughs> style. I saved somebody somewhere from having to ever. I actually saved 10 people from ever having to see this movie. I hope so. I am the Mr. Glass of, of this movie. Aw. You always want to be the Bruce Willis, you know? I know what I am. <laughs> to be clear, I did not murder a bunch of people. That's a good choice. Spoilers. Keep that up. But Spoilers. No. He's a ghost at the end of Sixth Sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, that is decades ago. That being said, even if that's a spoiler, you should go watch Unbreakable. That's a phenomenal movie. Uh, I think I would watch it again, because when I watched it the very first time, it was so bleak. I was like, wow, this is... Uh, this is a superhero movie. a superhero movie. movie. <laughs> yeah, they said there's like it's a, like a it's a superhero movie and I was like in where it's a sad movie about sad and then a guy almost drowns. So was that happened in the beginning? 
been a while. That happens throughout. That's his like weakness. Throughout, yeah. it's drowned water. water. It's his kryptonite. It's water, said, which is most people's Night kryptonite. Shyamalan? Actually, <laughs> yeah. What's your deal? <laughs> Fire and water and ice. <laughs> Stabbing guns. Like, all my kryptonite. My, my number one weakness is poison. <laughs> <laughs> At least he couldn't avoid it. Unlike the uh, aliens in in the signs. Or, like, let's go yeah, to a science. planet mostly made of water. Made of seventy percent of poison. <laughs> hey, let's find a, we'll a thing that's the entire atmosphere is arsenic and like see how we do there. Yeah. Oh, badly. Whoops. Yeah, that seems right. Why did we go in there naked? <laughs> they're all naked. Um. Uh. So the core. Anyway, yeah, your rating. My rating probably like a two. I seen it once with my father from the beginning 20 minutes to the last 10. <laughs> so I'm not actually sure if they succeeded or not. <laughs> I imagine no, they did. They don't. They and don't. The, and, and the world dies. dies. Isn't that like an alternate ending to, um, uh, deep impact. Most maybe. movies. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you expand it out, the alternate ending is that everyone dies. <laughs> If you really Patch spend out four billion years, the sun expands and the earth Just gets burned to a crisp. When you decide to stop telling the story. <laughs> over a long enough time span, everybody's life horizon goes to zero. Everybody's I want a divorce. You suck. <laughs> That's a very good point, though. Uh, yeah, so I would probably say, like, I'm a two. Uh, I'm going to give myself, like, a half. Like, a I half? weirdly... So, like, I've seen... I've only vividly remember watching maybe like 45% of this on television. Sure. Years after it came out. But I had this like ongoing relationship with this I film. I saved you. Where <laughs> you probably You're one of me. the 10. <laughs> um, Welcome where, to the like, club. It came out in a moment where like I was just on the verge of being able to like make choices about what media I take in. Sure. You know like what would we say 2003? Right. Yeah. So I've been 13 like I was maybe two years away from like picking movies to like go to the theater to see on my own. Yeah. Um, and it just like, it fell in that last like blind spot of like, I saw ads for it and I was like, that looks like the type of garbage I will spend most of my teens and twenties <laughs> consuming. You felt it in your core. <laughs> I felt it in my core. Um, it had a deep impact on me. Armageddon out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we can try recording this again the day after tomorrow. <laughs> oh, Dante speak. <laughs> <laughs> what a twister. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's all I got. <laughs> but I mean, like, I just, it, it just wasn't in my cards. And, like, it never, uh, like, came up. And uh, for whatever reason, like, I probably just wind, I wound up renting Jurassic Park, like, 40 more times. This so is Damon's the, the one that got away. I was going to say, so on this movie, you're a volcano. All right, now I'm <laughs> <Eventually>. <laughs> my mic. <laughs> People do have to listen to this. <laughs> they don't have to do They don't have to, to do clear. nothing. <laughs> and good news, I think we can just stop recording because everyone has turned it off. How are like, you guys? Oh, why quick, is, uh, so like, quick catch up with you guys now that it's just us three. <laughs> I love this podcast. Um, great. Now that we're about 20 minutes in. Um, uh, yeah, so that's all of our ratings. And I think we covered the plot basically. Uh, yeah. So where's the money in it? Yeah. Where is the money in it? So they go to like in, in classic trope when they're like, hey, we need to restart the core of the planet. 
the scientist laughs at them and is like, the core of the planet is, I don't know, they probably picked a real number, but like, let's say 50 miles down. I think that's about right, actually. Really? Uh, that seems so small. Well, we've I only know that ever like miles gone is like a lot. two. That's exactly so. the thing. They're like with microscopic drills, we've gone like two. Uh, how far down is the core of the planet? <laughs> Google, 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 Google. <laughs> Crust is twenty-one miles thick. Wow, that's thicker than I would thought. Oh, but the mantle is several thousand miles, seventeen hundred miles thick. So this makes a, a lot more job. sense. Fifty miles seems a little thin. That being said. Kilometer-wise, it looks like all in, it's about 10,000, and we've gone 12 deep, so... Yikes. Wait, how thick is the crust? 21? 21 miles. 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 And we've gone... Like three or 4,000, something like that. Yikes. And how many deep we've gone before? 12 kilometers. 12 kilometers? Three to 4,000 miles. Three to 4,000 kilometers. So we have not past the crust no no cool. not not even, not even a little close. bit i was gonna say no we have like gone like a fingernail deep into the, like the whole human body basically you would think we would have figured that out by now they i think we know point. how they actually make a point it's just like <laughs> i don't think we do actually because they make a point in saying in this movie like going to space is easy like there's nothing up there like no. you, have to you don't through, have to get through anything. you have to get through air but that's it there's a lot of pressure and a lot of heat when you go down. That's true. That's true. And it doesn't and want you literally, to. Literally, <laughs> we make things out of things that melt when you get that far down. Yeah, because nothing like that we have on the top. If you make a thing out of steel <laughs> and it melts in the earth, then guess what happens when you go deep in the earth? That's a good point. That's a very good point. So there we are. Well. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, in this fictional movie... It's a real rocks. movie. It's <laughs> <laughs> you can't prove it. No, Dan's seen it ten times. Yeah, but Dan's also from the other universe. <laughs> Wait, does that mean I saved no one here? And he blinked out again. <laughs> uh, they come up with unobtainium, which I think this might be the first movie where they actually call it unobtainium. Wait, for real? Oh, yeah. Like the stuff from... Avatar. Avatar is yeah. in this movie? Are they in the same universe? Uh, I hope Most so, because are. I did a tie. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> One more right time, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> you suck, Damon. <laughs> Oh, I was going with like a Teddy, like a Teddy Westfall thing. You were thinking like all but, movies exist. But I took in this it as universe. you did another one of yeah. me like all movies are real, Dan. <laughs> They're all on the Idiot. shelf right now. Yeah. <laughs> what all? All words are made up. Like, <laughs> get over it. Uh, I love him, I guess. <laughs> uh, you made this choice. I know. Um, but anyway, so they come up with unobtainium, which supposedly gets stronger as it gets more pressure. But so they like have this kooky scientist who's like, you know, it's like a. Is it Stanley Tucci? No, it's the other kooky scientist. I want to see his name. Peter Stormare? No. I don't know. The I'm, Russian guy from Fargo? Nope. He's the other, other <laughs> kooky scientist. Oh, that guy whose name is like. It's, I think it's Cole, I want to say, is the actor's name. But I could be making that up. I will tell you in a second here. Do, 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 There's like three do, character do, do. actors from that time, and they're all kind of bald. <laughs> it is... Thanks for looking this up. Yeah, but this where is super is off the, topic. all of the characters in? No. You'll know him, because you, you guys are better about this thing. You want to show me a face? Uh, I can't. This is not uh, listed... In a very comprehensive way. Is it like all the people who were extras like in it? FBI agents. There you go. Like Hillary Swank. 
yeah. for some reason. That's because all those people have agents who keep clicking on that page because that's the only credit that they can show when they go to audition for things. They're like, he was an FBI agent in Deep Delroy in- Lindo. Delroy. Oh, yeah. He's a that guy. That doesn't sound like a real name. Oh! That guy. That guy. He, I sometimes think of him as like Ving Rhames' older brother. You know? No? Take no, a step back come on. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> but they go to him and like <clears throat> say, "Okay, you're gonna build this ship to go deeper into the earth. How long is it gonna take you?" He's like, 10 years." And they're like, "Cool, we got three months. How much would that take?" And he's like, "50 billion dollars." Ha 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 ha. Wait, that's not how things work. You can't just throw more money at We're it to make talk it faster. About that. <laughs> he says, fifty billion dollars," and they say, "Cool, we'll do it." And then, and then three the months later, of, yeah, and then, literally, I think it cuts to three, three months, months later, later, and then they have their dildo ship. Um, <laughs> Google an image of that ship, man. Please That's don't, like. please don't Google image dildo ship. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the ship from the core, but sure, which is the name of it is Virgil. God, I've seen this movie too many yeah, times. Yeah, you really have. That's specific. <laughs> I don't want to. Did you have to watch times. it again to make no, notes? No, I did <laughs> not. You just remembered this? Oh, yeah. Off the top of my head, I could have told you that line about okay. how it cost $50 billion. Okay, well, that's Because then the general goes, will you take a check? <laughs> and then Eric Hacker goes, you should use a credit card. You'll get points. <laughs> and then he holds up an American Express yeah, and, and like, looks at the camera. And they all turn to the camera. <laughs> and it's got Batman's face on it. <laughs> Man, corporate advertising. Um, so anyway, very quickly, because I think uh, we kind of talked about this with Austin Powers. $50 billion <laughs> to save every human being on the planet. Not enough money. Yeah, really not that much money. I mean, if you're doing it out of the goodness of your heart and you only need that $50 million just to like build the thing, that's fine. But yeah, like, It's like 250, 260 million per country in the UN, which sounds like a lot, but per country... If you're doing it per person, which obviously you wouldn't, it's like $7 a person to save every human life. That seems like it's worth it. Wait, right 50 million or 50 billion? 50 billion. billion. Oh, well, that's a lot more money. Yeah, but again. <laughs> Not that much more, like in the scheme of things, but like that's a lot more money than 50 million. Again, it's 1.3% of the U.S. budget or 7% of one year's military budget. You know, the U.S. should have just been like, we got this, <coughs> but then the core belongs to us. <laughs> In the movie, they do. They say, basically, we we got this. But the core is ours? <laughs> no, yeah. they don't. But you're going to plant a flag. They you plant you're a flag immediately. You have to make it out of unobtainium, apparently. <laughs> well, what you come to find out is, like, the U.S. government developed some technology to cause earthquakes, like targeted earthquakes, and they actually were the ones who That's fracking. stopped the core. Good job, America. So, Great yeah, job, us. Suck, suck, and then fix it, I guess. And then come up with a technology that is potentially like super game-changing uh, applications. <laughs> yeah. In if you can stop and start the core of the planet oh, whenever you, you want. Oh, if you just have a, a thing that you can, a basically unbreakable material. Isn't that like, isn't there a Futurama thing where they like mine their own core, or is this something else? They like mine the core of their planet too hard, or is that Krypton? They mine the core of the planet so much that like it's hollow and it collapses in itself. That is an episode of Rick and Morty. (laughs) There is a Futurama that does that too, though. (laughs) Jerry uh, proclaims uh, vehemently that Pluto is in fact still a planet, and then the citizens of Pluto come down and take him 
uh, to Pluto and worship him as a foreign dignitary. <laughs> Obviously. Um, and then he gets embroiled in this like espionage plot because the actual core <coughs> of the planet is like deteriorating and is going to collapse and not on itself. Which is why Pluto is getting smaller and why we don't consider it a planet anymore. Thank you, Justin Roiland. <laughs> Just an aside, but that is what you're no, thinking of. No, that is what I'm thinking of. Not the far more dignified thing that you thought that we were talking about. I think it was, what was the other thing that I thought it was? Because I think it's definitely also that Futurama episode that I'm really yeah, thinking of where it like, disappears like into a little bubble. Nibbler's race, maybe? Like, yes. Like, well, wait, eats out the middle of it or something? Yeah, they do. They go to, they're invasive species and they go to planets and they eat their resources and then poop out uh, uranium. Yes, uh, they poop out dark matter. Oh, I dark think. matter, rather. And mom mines all the dark matter out of the middle of the planet. They fill up the entire planet with poop, with and she poop. mines it all out because it's uh, rocket fuel, and then the planet collapses into a little ball. Yes, that's what I was thinking of, actually. But thanks for the synopsis of Rick and Morty, because it also applies there. Hey. What was the dignified thing I thought it was? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Some Listen, if you want... Ray Bradbury dumb, short story. If you want <laughs> dumb TV references, Damon and I have you covered. If you want the dignified thing, go Go elsewhere. somewhere else. <laughs> You know what you're getting here. <laughs> so, so they get the money. They get the monies. They make it. They make it. They go to the core of the world. I think it's worth noting. Um, I looked it up and then adjusted for inflation. It's basically the same as building about 14 space shuttles. No big. So that's twice as many as we made. So, <laughs> so for point. something that is. About the same size. Apparently, it is more expensive to build, significantly more expensive to build than a space shuttle. So they did a pretty nice job there, because uh, it takes about two billion uh, adjusted. It take it took about three and a half billion to build the space shuttle Endeavor. That seems so, so. nuts. But like, actually, kind of cheap for a thing that like is shuttling people into space, which is crazy. Although when you see the inside of like the early like. Apollos, you're like, wow, but we could have. What about like leather interior or something, you know? <laughs> like, Every we pound do any kind of detailing. Hard. Yeah, I it's know. like 50 like pounds of fuel or something like that to get every pound up there. I just think I would have felt a little more secure about the whole thing if I were the astronaut where it didn't look like I was looking. It didn't feel like an old roller coaster? Yeah, you know, or like a wooden roller coaster. Listen. Or like you could take a can opener to the side and real easily just pop the thing open. Listen, Liz, it only needed to look good enough for the. TV studio. Oh, yeah, that's right. Where Stanley Kubrick took care of it all. Uh huh. We've never been to the moon. <laughs> if there is a moon. Stop. You believe in the moon? <laughs> um, okay, so. So that's that. Costs way more than a space shuttle. So I got on your thing of wait a second. Wait. <laughs> you can't necessarily just give somebody $50 billion to get something done faster. I think that's what happened to Tesla and a lot of those cars fall apart if you look at them the right. wrong way. <laughs> like <laughs> 3 million uh, sorry. Uh getting more money can make things go faster, but like to a limit. Yeah. Right? So I wanted to test that and say, okay, let's see they could pick anyone in the world they need to help with this project. Uh-huh. At 50 billion dollars um, so if they were actually going to do it over 10 years, by the way, they'd still need five hundred, basically $415,000 a month for 10 years. So like that's still Whoa. a lot of money. Yeah. That's plenty. Billions are big guys. Billions We've talked about big. this before. Yeah. What would you do? With all? I guess the materials. Cause you have to go to the avatar planet. It's going to be mostly materials. <laughs> and we're going to talk about that, but okay. 
if you did it in three months, you get 16.6 repeating billion dollars a month to spend. Holy crap. <laughs> so assuming, obviously, the big costs are going to be materials, and we're talking uh, about that, but assuming that at $154,000 a year, you could hire 107,000 uh, petroleum engineers. Jesus. Or at $115,000 a year, you could hire 144 aerospace, 1,000, 144,000. Oh, I was going to oh. say, those are very pricey. <laughs> 144,000 aerospace engineers. Or at $91,000 a year, you could hire 182,000 mechanical engineers. I don't feel like we have that many. So, like, obviously the thing's going to be the materials, but to your point of, like, that doesn't just speed things up, Hey, I don't. We probably do. Oh, <laughs> Did see. you just have a stroke? <laughs> no, I was just thinking three hundred million people. Oh, uh, yeah. So I think maybe probably a hundred to one hundred and fifty million households. Half of the let's say there's two working people in each of them, which is still probably aggressive, but so sad. Yeah, that that would be a lot. I feel like a lot of what. <laughs> Aerospace engineers. A lot of, oh, okay. Because it seems like a large number of aerospace engineers. You're trying to engineers. decide if that's too many engineers for the for, United States? No, just like how many do we have? Like, yeah, like is that possible uh, even? Well, hold on. I got this from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. I bet you they actually just have numbers. The number, like a good guess. Let's find out. I like all the Google action in this episode. Yeah, this one's been very googly. Sorry. <laughs> Great googly moogly. <laughs> Damon, stay here well, and do the podcast. <laughs> Is it still the puns? He has the puns. He has the puns. Uh, this would be better if I knew how to type. Yep. Engineer is a hard word to spell. <laughs> <laughs> it was aerospace, thank you. Uh, it's not like it's spelled actually... like it sounds like air, but it's not spelled like air. Is it aerospace? <laughs> um, aerospace. There are 65,000, almost 66,000 aerospace engineers in the U.S. So, so I guess we the, do not if have you, enough. But unless, if you outsource. <clears throat> yeah, you would have to bring in approximately two and change countries worth of aerospace engineers. Or you do take 10 years and you just educate a lot more people in STEM fields. Yeah, except then the world explodes. Or yeah, 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 supposed yeah. To do. <laughs> <laughs> you get a... Tenth of the way through educating them, and then they all and like, they all burn die. to death or whatever. I was gonna say Taste the actual problem would be if the core stops spinning, the electromagnetic field would stop. Yep, and, and they actually do a good job. Gravity would still exist because that's but, just mass. Yep. Um, but but the the electromagnetic also, field would give out, and we would lose all of our atmosphere, and, and then we would suffocate. Well, we would probably first be first, first burned alive by the Solar UV radiation. rays. That would come through. Stellar winds cool. would probably get you there first. Cool. Yeah. <coughs> this movie, for all its flaws as a movie, actually does okay with the science. I mean, not the core stopping and starting and how they restart it, but they do talk about, like... The consequences. The, the consequences would basically be no electromagnetic field, a la major storms before the atmosphere goes away, and then, like, there's a part where, like, part of it goes away and, like, burns through the Golden Gate Bridge, like, the solar oh, radiation. Sure. <laughs> That's probably not what actually happened, but, like, they do talk about it. They don't, like, say, and the world will blow up. They're actually pretty legit and, like, the world this will be fine, fine, but... But we won't. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how fast that would happen. 
if our core stopped? Do you know like how long will we have? Too fast for us to notice? Not like, too fast for us to notice. Dead. Or like I too fast for us to do anything. Well, no, about. absolutely. <laughs> but like how much I time would you have to say goodbye? Instantaneous. I mean, yeah. electromagnetic fields are generated by like moving metal. In this case, hot moving metal. Mm-hmm. So like when it's, st- I think it's like an engine. When it stops, it's Kaput. not there anymore. I mean, maybe there'd be well, like how long would it take for the atmosphere to like dissipate? That part, I don't know. Yeah. That I think a lot comes down to like density and gravity, like the way that things like just like the inertia of yeah. our planet holding it there. Yeah. There's probably like a SciShow sci video about it. I would something. like to know about but this. I like to know about the very grim possibilities. <laughs> I also really like to know about like what it would be like to actually stand on other planets, even the planets like you really can't stand on. Like what would happen to your body if you went to Jupiter? You know what I mean? Fall through it. And well, Until no, you get so like, deep that you get crushed into a little Yes, ball. exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. This is one though that actually, this is one that, I don't know if you could ever do it long term just because of entropy, but like this is one that I'm sure people, if they had enough time, you could, in theory, long term, live in a bunker. I was going to say, mm-hmm. if you had enough, like. The problem is, like, if you, uh, if you actually lost all your atmosphere, you'd have to figure out a way to make. Because, like, you'd have to be, like, living be in leakage, space. Leakage of resources. So, yeah, like, entropy would set in, but, like, you, could you have don't a... really need the atmosphere in terms of staying alive. If you have all the things that it provides underground, you just obviously. <laughs> it's not going to be that. a great life. Uh, oh, and it might not be that. a long one. <laughs> yeah, nobody argued that. <laughs> but uh, you might not die right away if you're a very rich person and you live underground. Like right. a, a Morlock. Downsizing will let us know. If oh, you're yeah, those, those people in downsizing. If you're those billionaires who have bought a bunch of panic bunkers in New Zealand of late. Right, right, right. That is always reassuring. Are they like when the rats go running off the Titanic? Uh, yes, when the rich people no. leave, the <laughs> ship's going down. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's a bunch of people who are like, well, I made an app that a lot of people wanted, so I clearly know how people think, and people are all going to lose their fucking minds here pretty soon. Because so, <laughs> I'm about to. Because <laughs> I'm totally not projecting on anybody else right now. <laughs> this isn't compensating for anything. Uh, okay, great. So... Where were we before I got off on that? Well, we were talking about how we there are not enough engineers. And even yes. if there were, putting 150,000 people in a room and that saying, That seems like too many cooks, doesn't is it? Is not going to work. <laughs> I was going to say, how many like HR managers do you need to... Like- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. How many HR managers are in the world? <laughs> or in the U.S. anyway? I'll find out for you. Please tell me. And this then I'll tell you how many of them we could hire. <laughs> Human. We have to have some resources. people come out of retirement just to make sure that there's no Human harassment. resources managers. There are 136,000 of them in the U.S. It seems like an adequate amount. <laughs> Their salary is $123,000 a year. Really? According to this. On average. What the frick? I mean, managers, I guess. Manager. You stick the word manager in your title. I guess I gotta be careful about these are means, so like not medians. So there sure. could be two managers that make. A bajillion. million that drop, bring everybody up, but... I would do that. I would do that job. Oh, to be clear, these are all per month numbers as well. Whoa. Like, uh, 144,000 people, that's per month, not like over... You know what I'm saying? No, what? So you could you could have 144,000 people working on the project, not like for a month, but for the full three-month project. Oh, oh, sense. oh. I thought you were saying that that salary that you gave oh, for the HR no, managers, no, I was like, no, holy no. crap, per month? So you could hire... Oh, that's fun. You could hire 134,942 
HR you managers. Have all the HR <laughs> managers. All the HR managers. So you'd be two those two those two thousand HR managers are gonna be really bent that they don't get <laughs> They're either the worst ones or the best ones. They either didn't need your filthy money or they're or, too pricey. Yeah, yeah, because they're too, they're pricey, too pricey. Or they're the ones that they're like, oh, we need all of them. I'm here. Ooh, all of Ooh, them, all but, them but, you, but you, John. Thank Ooh, you. We were late to the game, so. Uh, but if you want to work for free, it'll be a fun social experiment when they all disappear from all other companies. <laughs> and the companies just go on as if it didn't matter. Aww. Oh, I'm kidding. My nope. mom works in HR. I mean, it's important. Yes, mostly to the company. So. Go the on. real thing is, though, they're not going to have that many people working on it because unobtainium is expensive. Yeah, because we they don't know have money for that. From Avatar, it costs us twenty million dollars a kilogram. Damn, <laughs> bless you. Twenty million dollars a kilogram. A kilogram, according to Avatar. Well, it's probably because it has to baby. come back from space. I was going to say, our, in our hypothetical, is it being shipped from Pandora in order for us? So See, we don't says, have it on the world. He says he combines something, something, something in like a micro. It's more of like in a, a microwave. No. <laughs> I was trying to heat the At hot like, pocket, but I had the sleeve <laughs> inside out. <laughs> and then, then I invented ED medicine. <laughs> but my boner won't go down. <laughs> Uh, okay, so he, uh, he, he invented he, it in the it's lab? It's like a, yeah, it's like a lab-created element. Because oh, he's like, that's not going to be enough of I that. I super-cooled a bunch of stuff at, like, a different fractal structure than it's ever been combined before. and blarty blar fake science noise. Which sounds as expensive to me to going to space, personally. Honestly. <laughs> Plus, you don't get to hang out with Sigourney Weaver that And way. I assume these two are the same universe, so clearly humans decided it's more cost-effective to go to space and get it, otherwise we'd be producing For the next time that we have to do this. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the corporation that runs uh, the unobtainium mining is the one in charge of whether or not we have a spinning core back at home, so right. it's, a, it's a way bigger deal to rebel against them than it is... Uh, yeah, what they don't know is an avatar, they stopped them from bombing the god tree, but on the other side of the planet, they're going down to the core to shut it down. So <laughs> Avatar 2 is basically so, going to be them being like, our electromagnetic field, oh God. So that's an Avatar 2 through 15. How many movies does he have planned? No, I, he's not going to finish any of them because he's at the bottom of the ocean. But <laughs> Wait, did he die? No, that's fine. <laughs> no, he's in a submarine. Oh. <laughs> That sounded so ominous. He's in Davy Jones's locker, <laughs> but like comfortably. He came to me for a pair of cement shoes, and I got him hooked up. You know what I'm saying? You're a sculpture. <laughs> uh, I'm glad that James Cameron's yeah. alive. I guess James Cameron <laughs> is so much more interested in shooting undersea documentaries than he is in doing anything you else. You can at this see point. that in like literally in every everything movie he he's does. Done. Yeah, like even the ones where it doesn't make sense for that to be a part of it, like. Like in Avatar, you can be like, "Oh, he'd rather be underwater." <laughs> like, Titanic, like a good chunk of that movie is them in like a fun little submersible thing because they're like, it's more about a documentary about going down to see the Titanic than it is about the movie with the uh, fucking Kate and Leo. Well, I do remember most of that movie taking place on a boat. So, but I have two follow-up sank. questions. Go on. <laughs> is Mr. Glass super powered? Wait. In water? <laughs> 
Oh, do you think if he was in like one of those if therapy he was tubs? In the ocean, do you think he'd have like is he fucking Aquaman? And therefore Oh, is Aquaman Brittlebone? James Cameron. No. Oh. Uh <laughs> the Mr. Glass to some real uh, he's the Mr. Glass to women's rights. I was gonna say, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's the Mr. Glass to Catherine Bigelow. Yes. <laughs> Bless oh you, Catherine Bigelow. <laughs> Political. Well, not really. Just true. Just like honest. <laughs> so anyway, uh, because we are way off track. But I do believe if you submerged Mr. Glass, he'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if it's if it's like uh, the Unbreakable guy's weakness. Do you think? Oh, oh so he just like couldn't opposites. get at him. Oh, okay. What, what I'm just saying, I was going to no. say, like, his bones will still break if you hit no. him with something. <laughs> <laughs> no, the idea behind... But you can't hit people very well underwater. No, the idea behind the whole movie is, like, one person is super fragile because to, the like, other balance one is out like... the one that's super strong. But if the one that's super strong's weakness is water... Then Mr. Glass that has that gills. Mr. Glass in water is, like, has superpowers? Yes. Does it run both ways? Yes. Mm. Absolutely it does. If I bet you were going to find that out in that M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah. Is it called Glass? It's called Glass. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm irrationally mad about that. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, no, I'll find, I think we'll find that out then. Anyway, what are we talking about with the core? <laughs> Your $50 billion would not be enough to build that shit. No, we would all die. You could buy 2,500 kilograms of unobtainium at $20 million a kilogram, which is about 1.7 Toyota Camrys worth of unobtainium. <laughs> well, it's a very small drill. <laughs> they have like six compartments. Did you see that a Toyota Camry? Feed like seven people. Up oh, next. Stupid. <laughs> All right, never mind. Really Maybe the walls well, they shrink of the core them down. are really thin. It's like also sharing a universe with like inner space, and they shrink them down, and then they put them inside it. And actually, Aaron Eckhart swallows the <laughs> thing, and he's in a regular Toyota Camry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, at twenty million dollars, based on our Avatar claimed prices, you do not have enough money to build the. You don't have Virgil. enough money to save the world. No, correct. Well, that sucks. Well, how much would it cost? Yeah, Dan. An astronomical number. I was gonna say. Well, hold on. Well, how much would it? What's I the size? I think it's about the size of a space shuttle. So let's look yeah. up weight of the Endeavor. I never spell Endeavor right. Space shuttle. Devor. It's actually the E A in there that always gets me. Devor. And Devor. Uh, empty weight was one thousand or one hundred and fifty-one thousand pounds. So 151,000 pounds. So now I got to turn that into kilograms. Hold on. Um, I would say do the one with the He's backseat Oh, with main engines. No, that makes more because, sense. Because like, I picked the empty Space shuttles are actually just airplanes. Yeah, that's like funny. Yeah. They only look so big when they got that big old When they got the thruster stuff on them. On them. Yeah. yeah. So that is. That is pretty funny. It's just like a slingshot for space. I love it. That is 78,000 kilograms. It's very heavy. So 78,000 kilograms. At twenty million a kilogram, <laughs> one point five trillion. Oh, we could we do, do that. that. <laughs> the U.S. budget is three point eight trillion dollars per year, so that's, we can do that. That stupid scientist just needs to value his company better. <laughs> Even adding in labor, just like talk to Linda Belcher, and get a better idea yeah, a better of how idea much evaluation. your company is worth. This is so interesting. Are you implying that Mark Cuban would be really upset when he found out that this guy undervalued yes. the, <laughs> the, the thing that saved Tank, all human life? Yeah. <laughs> it would have been a bad time. And uh, that's not including a profit margin, so there you go. 
So well, yeah, you wouldn't have to make uh, a profit. Then. Long story short, he, I think the profit is the continuation of human existence. That's fair. Long story short, I guess. like all government projects, he wildly underestimates what it's going to cost. <laughs> but on the good side, we probably have enough money in the world to actually save every human life. That's good. At least yeah. the money still exists. And it still <laughs> exists even just within the United States if we still wanted to plant an unobtainium flag on the corner. <laughs> right. Yeah. Although I go back to the problem being, I don't think you can just give someone so much money that they can do something in a Faster. certain amount of time. There, there is a physical limit there. Yeah, like you still have to build the thing. That I think. Yeah, just, we just, just talked about the cost of the thing, let alone like if this is actually like an alloy that he's creating like in a lab. Like, like how fast can you create it? Right. Yeah, well, how yeah, fast can you he's build the technology to make the damn stuff? Right, yeah, to, to get enough computers it. making or whatever also, to make the... Also, how do you the... shape it and cut it? Like, yeah, if it's that this is strong, like Superman like, cutting cut, his own beard. Yeah, like how do you cut diamonds... I guess with diamonds, it's but then you have to hair. produce more. But he can't because he's it, it, he's a vampire. Yeah, he's a vampire. He can't <laughs> see himself in the mirror. Oh, I was implying no. some lore. If you cut out, they like always go back to their oh, like, like how they were interview with the vampire style. Right, but mm. no, I Although think that the, the, the thing with Superman is that like he himself is so impervious to like everything that even like diamonds won't cut his hair, so he has to like shoot it, burn it off with his own eyeballs. Oh yeah. Which no, he to just me, has one room with some kryptonite in it for basic grooming. <laughs> just get a little weak, get a little trim, get back to the sun. The only people who have kryptonite are Lex Luthor and Superman's barber. Barbara and Batman. <laughs> and Batman. Batman. Oh, Batman is Superman's barber. Batman's Superman's barber. <laughs> He's also a surgeon. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? So we could afford it still, just the U.S. to actually do this, assuming that you could just throw enough money at it to go faster. Yeah, assuming you could do it in time. Which would be the top part. Which would really be the top part. And I feel like by the time we knew that kind of thing was happening at like fast enough thing to be an issue, we would not have time to fix it. Uh, is my thought. It really depends. Like if well, it like, stops fast or slow, right? Because in this in this universe, in theory, the U.S. Excuse me, the U.S. government does a thing with a weapon that like makes it shut down real quick. Dummies. But like if in nature, I don't know if we know anything about how a core would or could stop, but I would imagine it would take a long, I mean, that much moving metal just by inertia's sake feels like it would take a long time to stop. Well, I'm thinking about how like the, the magnetic pole of the earth shifts around and that takes like years, decades. Tens, I think tens yeah. of thousands. Yeah. Of years. Like, it's like every 70,000 years or something like that. So you'd feel like this would be the kind of thing that if that was going to happen, it would maybe take about that same like slow speed of just like, running out of steam or whatever that like i don't know if we would notice it in enough time to get it ready to go or if we did notice it it would be one of those things where we always talk about where like humans can't think that far ahead and we'd be like eh, someone else will deal with it well no we'll blame or, it on immigrants and <laughs> pretend like it's not happening and we'll send all the mexicans to the center of the earth <laughs> well i don't want to freak anybody out but join Dan, me what? in this oh no uh, apparently, the rate of reversals in the Earth's magnetic field varies wi- varies wildly. That's what I thought. <laughs> it reversed five times in a million, then ten in like a longer period, then seventeen in three million. So well, it's still a million. That's... Seventeen times in three million years, though. That's a lot. But it doesn't affect much. No. Uh, but if the core was slowing down, I imagine it would. <laughs> it's like every five point six million years. It's not bad. Some good odds. <laughs> I'll take those odds. I was like, wait, how long have humans been around collectively? 
couple hundred thousands. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Primates and our and millions. Well, yeah, like I mean, but like modern day whatever humans, you would call like Homo sapiens, like, like three or four hundred thousand years, I think. Yeah, we're good. Well, the next time that kind of thing happens, I think we'll all be gone. Say, let's 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 uh, let's try to we get our first climate million. change. Let's try to get our first million under our belt yeah. before we worry too much about it, huh? Get our big girl britches on. <laughs> uh, so you've closed your computer. I assume that means you're done. Oh no, I have six more things. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> uh, any we're other moving thoughts? Moving on to Super Excel. Super, the My one that's brain. in his brain. <laughs> beep boop beep beep boop. Compute, compute. Uh, any other thoughts about this glorious uh film reel that Aaron Eckhart has put together? Oh, don't watch it ten times. Don't watch it ten times. One time seems good. One time seems fine. I'm pretty content with the forty five percent of it that I saw. Same, same. I think actually I've seen like 75% of it, but the, only the middle 75%. So I don't know the inciting incident and I don't know how it ends, <laughs> but I'm glad that we figured it out in this fictional world. Uh, it is great when you've got that little deus ex machina of uh, metal that you can make up out of nothing or go to another planet and get. Anyway, we're all boned if this happens to us. You're not wrong. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Make Believe Money. I've been Liz. I've been Damon. I've been Dan. I hope that the core doesn't slow down within any of our lifetimes or your children's lifetimes. But no guarantees for your great kids. It's been going for, I think, four-ish billion years. Don't you so. start talking about it now. It's going to think it needs to change it up. It's going to be like, oh, I'm old you and predictable. What? If I call that, if I have that much power. You're not going to be around to gloat. <laughs> it worth it. It worth <laughs> it. Called it. Uh, thanks for listening to Make Believe Money. Please always go and check out our composer, Charles E. Miller. She wrote the music for our podcast, and it's pretty great. She also writes other music. Check it out at charlesemiller.com. Uh, email us with your thoughts, feelings, expectations, the grimaces um, at makebelievemoneypodcast at gmail.com. Did I already say that? No, I just, I doubt anybody's still listening, but if they are, uh, I want to do a big <laughs> so franchise. <rude>. So <laughs> Again, rude. Uh, so somebody email me what you want to think about. Like a, a big franchise? Yeah, just like a bigger something your stars wars and treks yeah and harry potter again or just something something bigger i don't know what but give us a game of thrones lord of the rings yeah something 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 we can sink our teeth into somebody offered to do game of thrones with me and i really need to just like sit down and talk to what through his idea and really like get into it yeah Maybe yeah we'll have him on as a guest please uh you know so email us make believe money podcast at gmail.com find us on your social medias of choice um Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts especially, but also your podcatcher of choice. And uh, assuming that the core of the planet doesn't just like immediately stop, we'll see you next time on Make Believe Money. Bye. That was such a deep breath and then you said nothing. I just breathe sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>